Hi, everyone, and welcome to the COVID-19 vaccine show, the number one COVID-19 vaccine show in the world. And I'm excited to welcome the program, Dr. Mark Hayden. Dr. Mark, what's going on, man? How are you? Doing great. Uh, it's, it's, uh, it's a wonderful blessing to be alive today. Absolutely. It's always, especially when you get to do what you love. And I think that you see the humanitarian thing that you're providing for people. The, there's a couple of points that I've seen on Facebook. And the reason is Facebook has become the place to tell you what's happening with COVID-19 without having to see the propaganda that sometimes happens where you don't get both sides of the story. I get Republican news. I get Democrat news. I get conspiracist news on Facebook regarding COVID. So let's just jump really quickly into this. And the first thing that is happening is Omicron. We're dealing with a boost of more cases in Delta. We're looking at all these different areas. You're thinking this is going to not last forever, COVID. But I'll jump right into the first one. The current vaccine can it stop Omicron? Is it keep you from getting Omicron or not getting it, but not ha- not having the symptoms of it? Which is kind of goofy because the truth is that the other vaccine, again, you could spread it and you won't have as many symptoms. Is is it is it able to treat Omicron or not? The current vaccines, in fact, all intramuscular vaccines. And when we use the word vaccine, we're talking about intramuscular vaccines from around the world, all countries. They're based on the spike protein. Uh, those, that spike protein has mutated severely in Omicron, which means that it is virtually of no effect. The old vaccines that Pfizer, Moderna, J&J, you go through them, anything available to you in either the US, China, Asia, wherever, they're based on spikes, are basically useless. Useless. And that's because that spike has mutated so much. These are in the receptor binding domain. Okay. These mutations mean, and there's another thing that goes on with Omicron, is that we have seen a a virus, which I told you a year ago, Neil, I told you a year ago that that virus would mutate into forms that are better aerosol spread. Did I tell you that, Neil? Yes, you did. Now, don't you remember last, I'm going to roll back the clock to mid-2020. Fauci, the head of the CDC, was acting like aerosol spread is not no big deal. It's not going to occur. People just cough, and you need a regular mask to protect you. You remember those days, Neil? Yes. Obviously, uh, he didn't know. Anyway, I shouldn't. You know, part of me, okay, he's not the smartest tool in the woodshed or he doesn't tell everything he knows. How's that sound? Is that a fair? Uh, that's, fair so that's, that's, that's fair. Let's go with just more yeah. fact questions. So basically okay. you're saying that the Omicron, even Delta, you said really does that you get the vaccine. It doesn't really stop the spread of no. Delta. I'll give, you a, I'll give you a prime example. When Delta came through after the first wave, we had a a first wave that hit most people. Actually, it hit actually the first waves hit most people before the vaccines ever came out in January and February. Most people were getting mild exposure. You, Neil, have never had, Neil, have you ever had a spike protein vaccine? 
I'm not going to answer that question, and we'll just go with that one. Just okay. But let's say you're a person who never had it. Okay. Does that mean that you've never encountered COVID nineteen? No, you definitely have because it's going to be in your food. If you're, if you're, it's going to be on your food during the last pandemics. Because if you bought takeout, right now there or or or, just think about it. You're the first people to go out to a restaurant. You walk in with a mask on. You take your mask on, you sit down. What's the difference of walking in with a mask if you're taking your mask off and those servers? There's going to be some sort of spread, especially on your food. The There's no way of stopping somebody from accidentally, you know, uh, having some sort of things in your food. And you talked about that with that. So I just right. want to jump in. So specifically hit these questions, Mark. So the first one, the Omicron, absolutely you're saying that this is even more Delta, the spread can't stop the spread with the vaccine. What, here's another point that I heard from Dr. Christopher Hall, who's another one of my great analysts who, again, Fauci and Biden call conspiracist doctors. And now the, the, the left, and that's going to go to left and right in this conversation, because these questions have to be answered instead of just let's end this. The thing is happening is that there were more deaths in 2021 for COVID than 2020. True or false? That's exactly true. Well, why is that reported? Why? And so we're out being able to okay. do all of our different things. And yet there's more deaths in 2021 than 2020 for COVID. What matters to the powers that control the national governments around the world is control. This is a control issue. These people want to control their populations. And they they want to control the population, whether you're in China or whether you're in the U.S. or whether you're in Russia. And when you have what you want to do is convince people that the government has the power to save your life. Well, it's, it big, it's big, big money. It's a big money thing. It's just like yeah. anything else. It's just why we allow specific plastics to go everywhere. Well, we allow uh, certain foods to have um, chemicals sprayed on them, regardless if it's killing us with cancer, uh, allowing certain things. It's just, again, part of the system. And whatever's big money, whatever's big power is, is going to be that way. That's why you don't you see on Fox News, they're still going to push the vaccine because they're being funded in that way. They're just going to push the right saying it's not right. But people that did get the vaccine, they're applauding saying it's fine. Uh, like uh, I forget the doctor that was on that was talking about it, who's one of the big Fox analysts. OK, so now Omicron, is it that dangerous? Is this variant as dangerous as Delta or even the original COVID. Now, let me tell you this. Omicron is is far safer than the original if you had any exposure in the prior waves. Okay. Guess what? People were having exposure in the prior waves. So what protected these people is not because the vaccine, which is has a spike protein, which is mutated, but the original natural infections that they, from eating it on their food and breathing it in their chest, which I did, I have never advocated breathing COVID into your lungs because that's a bad disease. Right. But I did advocate eating it. Did I not, Neil? Yes, absolutely. Okay. okay. So when you ate it accidentally, unknowingly, what happened was your stool, your intestinal tract began to recognize it and build a defense, not just to the spike protein, but to the other membrane protein. And that membrane protein on Omicron is not different from the original COVID strains. 
So you have an antibody defense against the membrane proteins. You have already recognized it. And that antibody defense against the membrane proteins and your recognition is based on your prior exposure. So for the vast majority of people, they already have immune exposure and they already have a partial defense that will pre prevent them from having severe symptoms and eliminate their risk of death. I'll give you a prime. Here's a story I want you to take home today. Somebody goes into a European restaurant, one person, they're infected. I think it was what? It, was it 100 or just 40 people got infected in that European restaurant? Oh, you're talking about, okay, I know what you're talking about. I think it's there Norway. There was a Christmas restaurant, Christmas party. Yes. Christmas party everyone, in Norway. Everyone, every one of them was vaccinated. And half yes, every, got okay. infected. And, and, yeah, and guess what? About 40 people get it from one person. Now, here's my point. What about the, the people run out and say, oh, my goodness, I've got, somebody got Omicron, but they're not sick. They just have a mild cold at the yeah. worst. Okay, but hey, guess what I would say? Hey, do you have any leftover food from that restaurant that I could eat? Because if it was breathed everywhere, it's going to deposit on the food. Did you put any in the freezer for me? Did you take those people and have them rinse out their mouth with some water that I can drink? Because I can get, if, if I don't even want a cold, I can expose myself right. to the Omicron variant in water. So how can we trust that the PCR tests really test positive for Omicron? And What's that? How can we trust these PCR tests that they're really foolproof and they work? You know, the PCR tests, when done with the proper multiplication test, those are accurate. So people are asking themselves this question. How come Omicron's not killing me? What they don't want to tell you, what the CDC and World Health Organization doesn't want to tell you is that during the last year and a half, during these waves of epidemic, you have been exposed unknowingly. Even right. though you didn't have a positive test at some point, guess what? You were exposed. And so what is protecting the people is their prior exposure. Now, some of the media will try to spin this. And what you'll hear is the word, you'll hear this expression. Omicron is a weak COVID strain. Guess what? Omicron is not a weak COVID strain. If you gave Omicron to someone who was isolated at the North Pole, for two years, who had no COVID exposure, and you let them inhale it, they will get very, very sick, and as sick or sicker than the original strains. However, those are very few people. Almost everybody, 99, 95% has had exposures. Now, there will be anecdotal cases where people have HIV, or people have lymphoma or some kind of autoimmune disease, and their immune system is so whacked out that one in a thousand, one out of those people may have a risk. Okay. But for ordinary people, they're not going to have a risk from Omicron if they've had any prior exposure. Why are we the seeing such a big, is, yes. and we talked about this before, what about, let's talk about specifically enough, the number of cases that are increasing in the United States that are Delta, that hospitalization is up in specific areas, especially as we're hearing areas where there was a higher level of people vaccinated. That, yes. That, what, yeah. Okay, what, now let me tell you how that runs. Mm -hmm. And I want to explain, welcome to the spin zone, American CDC. The CDC comes out and they say, you know, 
We don't have people on ventilators with Delta because Delta was not the first wave. Delta was like a second wave or a third wave. Much of the population had already been exposed with Delta. So what the CDC said is we've got to convince people to get more vaccines so that when they live, they'll be convinced that by following the CDC recommendations, they saved their life. Guess what? That was hogwash. But here's what they did. CDC goes to the hospitals and say, we'll pay you for hospitalization and antiviral treatments. Those people that were hospitalized with COVID were getting antiviral treatments. They weren't on ventilators, but it sounds real scary. Oh, I had to be hospitalized. Oh, were you there for an IV treatment? Were you on oxygen? Were you intubated? No. Then why couldn't they done it at home? Yeah, because it looks more dramatic to, to say you got hospitalized. And so you had all these scared people that, oh, I didn't get my I didn't get my COVID shot, but I had to run down and I had to run down and get a a, a Four antibiotics when I got Delta wave. For some people with real port that had no exposure, they would get bad sick. Okay. All right. So what about the plant-based vaccine? What's up with that? Have you ever gotten and looked into that yet? You know, the, the shift is going to be away from the spike protein. There was a great article written a year ago, and I think we went over it. I wanted to say we went over that a year ago that when the spike mutated, they should have used the membrane protein instead because it didn't mutate. Guess what? All the, all the vaccine companies, they just kept making the money. You can't get these people off their butt to do, well, I mean, that's, that, once again, that's just negative. I don't need to be negative. Uh, the, um, the reality is they should have made an antibiotic, they should have made membrane-based vaccines, not spike-based. And we brought that out a year ago. Exactly. What's up with uh, the whole situation of the COVID pill? You know, it's not an ivermectin. It's not a uh, hydroxychloroquine. They created one for one of the big pharma companies. And that pill, they're saying it's still not what the vaccine is, but it's a way to treat COVID patients. What what have you been hearing so far on that? Okay, guess what? Now... As long as it gets approved by the CDC and somebody does it, they will think that they live because of the CDC following their advice. It doesn't matter whether it's a a pill. They will not attribute any of their survival or their decreased symptoms to natural immunity. Neil, you if you wanted to make some money, Neil, you can make a rabbit's foot and sell it on eBay and say that if people will rub that rabbit's foot, their, their risk of death from Omicron will be less than one in a thousand. Now, the truth is, is their death rate from Omicron is less than one in a thousand. But it has nothing to do with their lucky rabbit's foot. You can go get an extra Pfizer vaccine now, but 99% of the time, if you want to get a, a Pfizer booster or a, a, or, a, you're get, or a Moderna booster at this point, you're getting a booster to a highly mutated spike protein that is not applicable, is, has barely any use on a highly mutated Omicron variant. So this if you pill, don't get so, so sick, this pill, so this pill yes. basically is, is it like hydroxychloroquine or um, zithromycin or, you know, or- You know, one of the things I try not to do, mm-hmm. let me tell you, I, I, I try to stick within my field of expertise. I got it. Okay. And I have not studied that in detail, so I'll I can't to, go into I'll details to, about it. Yeah. I would have to study that. And, and, you know, 
if I stay in my niche, stuff I'm, I'm familiar with. With the Zorro inoculation. Yes. Gotcha. Yes. Okay. So those are the questions so far. And this is, again, thanks to Facebook and uh, answering every question that's happening. If it continues to increase... I doubt we're going to see lockdowns because they want people to people to be vaccinated. The unvaccinated are going to be the people that are going to be locked down as it's happening in other countries. Well, and Neil, that- you're already beginning to see the legal effects. Here's what they're doing is they're declaring already the Senate is is refusing to bump the fund, the Biden lockdown measures where where you where federal employees have to get vaccinated or they have to get tested once a week. You're also seeing it, it being declared unconstitutional. And a year or two from now, they will look back and they will say, what was wrong with these people for demanding people that had natural infections get vaccinated? There was never a justification for that, except that was a member of tyr- that was a tyranny. Right. That was totalitarianism. That was you know, I won't call that communism because I don't want to slander communism or socialism. When the government required American citizens to get a vaccine they did not need just to be compliant with their political needs, that's awful. All right. That so is on. reprehensible. And it will go down in history as a crime against the American people. All right. So let's go and jump to the stuff you have for us today. Okay, look, I'm, we're in about 11. Okay, here's my message for today. I have told people who follow our show. I have told people that I was discuss with them a new pet. Haven't I told you that too, yes. Neil? Okay, so I go, you know, and I try, the, what are the purposes? Patents are there because you need to document for historical sake who had ideas. It will turn out that eventually three to five years from now, they're using live virus in oral ways. So you're going to have a live virus oral, just like you have an oral polio virus. Yeah. So that's going to come here, Neil, no matter how much they resist it, but they'll get around to it a year or two from now. And then I'll have my patent application. I'll point out for the historical record. Hey, guess what, guys? I, I, I filed that patent in the spring of 2020. Now, one of the things that we want to do, Neil, is discuss COVID is here to stay so far as in one form or another. The current Omicron variant is very safe. It's very benign, but it doesn't mean that just because Omicron is benign that six months, a year, or six years from now, there won't be a very dangerous sort. And also, Neil, what you need to think of is that when we're passing Omicron without having symptoms, it is still air pollution. That may be affecting our immune system and our lungs, and we need to keep our air as clean as possible. Don't you believe in clean air, Neil? Yes. The patents that I'll present, God willing, before the end of the year, will hopefully make a way in which we can have cleaner air and not transmit the virus. And that will be an important improvement in our in our skill set and methods for preventing future epidemics that are aerosolized. Does that make sense, Neil? It makes complete sense. Now, I do want to thank, a lot of times I seem negative about the U.S. government. I do want to thank the Small Business Administration for their loan earlier this year. It wasn't for COVID related, but it was for medical, medical. Yeah, I mean, I live in a country where I have internet access. 
you know, and I appreciate all the, all the internet access and uh, I appreciate all the people in government who do nice things, uh, et cetera. Uh, but that should be out in another week or two. I had contacted my patent attorney because he hadn't sent me my, my research, my research module. He sent me that two days ago. Hopefully I can get the rest of the uh, patents off and we can discuss that within a week or two before the end of the year, before Christmas. All right, perfect. And, and, and that will be, we need to make, we need to understand as human beings that COVID, aerosolized virus, is now a part of the rest of our lives, and most likely. But guess what? You can tolerate it. You can have clean air. Clean air is good air. You don't have to do crazy things with putting crazy things in your body. There's other ways to treat it. And we need to be fair to the people around us. You know, the safest person to be around is not somebody who is vaccinated but somebody's had a natural infection. They should give bonus points to everybody who's had a natural infection because they're safer to be on the federal workforce. That's right. But at any rate, one of the things, we will have that later this year, and I look forward to presenting that. I want the people in our audience who listen to us to know many of the things we said a year ago were unbelievable. They were outlandish. We told people that face masks, it would be aerosolized. Face masks wouldn't work. Regular surgical masks wouldn't work. We told people that the vaccines would not prevent transmission. And guess what? The vaccines didn't prevent transmission. We said that first. You know, I want every member of our audience to realize they can use their mind. They can be their own judge. You don't have to swallow everything your government or the CDC feeds into your mouth. Look at things with a critical standpoint. You know, when you look at me, I haven't asked you, have I asked you for any money, Neil? No, you've not asked me for any money. No, I hadn't. Have I asked any of the listeners for any money? No, I don't. This is about public education as a public service. We don't control our data. You know, I don't control my, my data dot. Thousands of years ago, Jesus Christ, who I believe is the son of God, he said in Matthew, I think it's Matthew 5th chapter. He said, two sparrows do not fall. A sparrow does not fall to the ground unless it's the will of God. People, if a sparrow is not going to die unless it's going to be the will of God, then I'm not going to die. This is the will of God. And what I want my viewers to hope for me is that I live my life with dignity, honor, fairness to others, that I defend the weak, and that I do the will of God while I live. And and pray that when I do die, I don't die as some sniveling, crybaby, whining. Guess what? Pray that I'm, I'm ready to go and thankful for all the opportunity that I had to do something good in life. All right. So, Neil, and I hope, you know, Neil, you've got friends, you've got family, you've got people you reach. I'll tell you this one story. And this will help you understand things better. My mother had malignant melanoma from the time I was eight years old till she died when I was 11. 
one day I threw a rock into a puddle on a, I was actually in first grade on a military base over in, in my dad, I was an Air Force brat. They suspended me because the, the principal had said, if you throw a rock, you will get suspended because some child had been hit by a rock. So anyway, I wasn't the guy kid who threw the rock, but they suspended me for a day. So I went home. My mom took me home and she was a working woman. I didn't get to spend that much time in my childhood. She took me and she bought me a milkshake. And I think that was a chocolate milkshake. I'm almost sure it was chocolate. I remember that chocolate milkshake all these years later. It was one of the few times in my life that I got to spend with my mother before she died was the day I was suspended from school. When you are in your life, Neil, and when our listeners are in their life, when you reach out and do it an act of kindness to somebody, you don't know how much that may matter to that person. So don't be overcome with fear. Don't let fear run your life. Instead, look at every day as an opportunity to reach out and touch somebody in a meaningful way and let them know that you care. Okay. Now, truth be told, I'm not a very caring person, am I? I no, but there I have my moments when I'm a nice guy. But, you know, if you, if you get a reputation for being a nice guy, everybody comes and tries to mooch off of you and it gets really tough. So I try to limit my images of being a nice guy. All right. But Neil, I appreciate the time. And I want you to do, I want you and our listeners to try once a day, do something good. And remember our every day is a gift from God. My appointed time to die is my appointed time, time to die. You have a great time and live without fear, live with faith and do something great today for somebody. It may seem small, but it may be so meaningful to other people. Okay. You have a great day, Neil. All right. All right. That was the COVID-19 vaccine show, guys. Take care.